0: There we
1: are, and here we are once again in the middle of
0: a dangan rompa. They really, they really danging the hell out of that rompa. Absolutely. Like I knew the real dangan was the rompas we made along the way, but like this is the most rompas that we've ever made, <laughs> along the most dangan's. Mm-hmm. Because I was really like, wow, dang. and rompa, Dang and rompa because we're talking and Ronpa.
1: because hey listener welcome to ultimate despair reprise and a danganronpa recap podcast going through the entire danganronpa series one murder at a time i am your ultimate host kyrie
2: i'm the ultimate fangirl jennifer
1: i'm jackie uh let's just hop right into this we're talking about the deadly life section of chapter five of super danganronpa 2
0: goodbye despair So, uh, we are actually recording this on Komaeda's birthday, which I think is the funniest thing about this chapter. (laughs) Happy birthday, you little freak. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Get fucking stabbed with a giant spear on your birthday.
0: (laughs) To be fair, that was his little present to himself. That was, (laughs) yes, he set that up. He was like, hmm, hmm, I could, I'm gonna treat myself today. Big spear it is. Big spear time. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. As it turns some people out, go the... to, to some people go for a nice dinner. Some people go for a uh, big spear in the torso, <laughs> mm-hmm. and maybe some poison. Yeah, definitely some poison. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Jen, you were about to say something before we started making jokes.
2: Some poison from a big vial called poison
1: that mm-hmm. just says poison on it. <laughs> Monokuma's yeah. special poison that totally won't be relevant for this case.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, come on. Like you don't get your poison from a big vial that says poison on it. I don't know. I just go to the Home Depot. I do See, I was ca- <laughs> Hey, Home Depot clerk, where's the poison aisle? <laughs> oh, it's
1: on. You hard. got toxins? <laughs> you got deadly deadly assassin
2: toxins? I love how Hachime has to look at it for a good 10 seconds, and
0: he's initially like, oh, this looks like some protein powder. <laughs> and He's <then, laughs> looking straight at the thing that says poison, and he's it's, it's like, oh, oh, yeah, protein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both start with a P. They're basically the same. I Just. guess
2: it was a reference to like, Dengen Rampa 1's protein powder poison mix-up, but uh, it's still a gigantic label that you
0: should really be able to see as soon as you open it. <laughs> in your big fridge also it doesn't look like a vial of protein powder at all yeah I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah it's like that's kind of it's the big ominous brown flask
0: Ominously. I personally get all of my protein powder from an ominous brown flask that's mm-hmm. genuinely that's that's just how i do it that's just generally how i do it right
1: so at the beginning of this chapter um we investigate the body and figure out like Uh, komaeda's trick
0: (laughs) yeah i kind of like how when you're investigating the body it's like oh what kind of fucked up psycho would do this and it's like it's komaeda him everybody's favorite everybody's uh well i would say everybody's favorite everybody's uh everybody's very strong opinion having on uh psycho Mm -hmm. komaeda
2: right yeah he's his legs are slashed uh one of his arms is stabbed through with a knife um there's uh, like one of his arms is tied to something, and then there's the giant spear hanging uh, well, implanted well, directly into his All of his limbs just... are,
0: all of the limbs are tied to something except for his right arm, mm-hmm. which uh, yeah, he he just stabbed the shit out of himself and then like hoisted the spear and dropped it on him. Um, I think the funniest thing was the Monokuma plush <laughs> that he cut a, that he cut a hole into. And then he, like, stuck the handle of the knife into it and just slammed his hand down on it. Because, <laughs> like, for all for all that it was, they, they did immediately find out that it was him who did it to himself.
1: Yeah, it was kind of interesting going into this trial and how very quickly the gang kind of f- sussed out that, oh, Komoeida did this to himself. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That, that's the fun part, though, because, like, that was always going to be the base level thing. The trick is to know when you're actually done and you can move on because they keep the more time they spend considering it, the more unpleasant it becomes and the more they just want to move on. But if they just go for the easy way out, um, Komaeda wins by killing them all, basically.
0: Well, it didn't really seem like an easy way out per se, but like it it seemed like the obvious logical conclusion that they... um, it felt like, like, what led me to, like, I thought initially that, like, until it was explicitly stated otherwise, I thought that his, that Komaeda's quirk was rapid-firing. hmm Uh, that he was, ba- that basically, like, just the fact that they considered that he didn't kill himself at all was his quirk basically, ta- like, was, uh, well, not, why the fucking, I'm, a quirk, like, the super, like, Hero Academia <laughs> is his talent. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I haven't read Hero Academia in, like, ages years. Ages. Yeah. I I read it back when it was good and then I stopped when <laughs> <laughs> it stopped being good. Um but yeah, his his talent. I thought it was I was reasonably sure that he was like doing a stealth mentorship thing and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool. The guy everybody hates is of course like, you know, he's he's looking out for them in his own way even though he knows that he can't be a part of this group." I thought, and it's like, no, actually he he was hoping that they would uh just say he killed himself. And I'll die. It's like, oh, okay, I guess. Um, but I, I kind—I thought it was pretty... I thought it was... Uh, I thought, it, like, from my perspective initially going into it, I thought it was pretty cool. Because, like, as a strategy, it's a really good way to weed out the imposter. Uh, mm-hmm. The traitor. The traitor. Jesus Christ. It, <laughs> they, in my defense, <laughs> I woke up, like, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and also... They there say Us twice. Among us. <laughs> twice. Amogus.
2: There, and also there was, like, one of the big reveals earlier in this chapter was that uh, the the person everyone thought was Byakuya was just uh, the ultimate imposter, who is yeah. basically has no records of any sort and can imitate anyone.
0: He has no records of any sort, he can imitate anyone, and that doesn't really feel relevant at the moment. I I kind of don't know why that was segwayed into there, like like the why that was kind of wedged into there, and they because they immediately segue from it, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really seem to matter at all. Right, uh, that's yeah. It's what is what. I I don't super. I mean, it's fine. They'll probably explain it, but I thought that, that was a little little weird non sequitur to put in there. Um. Well,
1: I mean, I think there was, like, the game was still not addressed necessarily, like, why there was a, like, why Biakia had shown up in the original Killing Game, and then, um, there was a Biakia on this island. So I guess it was then being like, okay, we should resolve this plot thread at
0: some point. Yeah, but there really didn't need to be a Biakia on this island either, like, that's the weird thing. Mm -hmm. Like, all this, and, um it was for a character who died in the first chapter who I'm going to be honest. I kind of forgot about him. Right. Like I, it could have literally just been any dude. And I guess having it be imposter Biakia works, I guess like not, not super well. I think I just, I don't think it works really well. I think it's kind of like, it's kind of rough on, it's probably better if you've played the game before and you're like, Oh, yeah, this is stuff Biakia would never do. These mm-hmm. this guy's not Biakia, yeah. um, but it just doesn't. It soared right over my head. I just I completely passed me. Did not care. Sure. Like, yeah. Most of the other stuff this chapter was good though. Oh, geez. that's fine. We'll just use the record. Like we're fine. Yeah, we'll use on Aud- We'll use audacity. Yeah, we're good. Our recording bot broke. Yeah, we'll have to, gonna have to take him out behind the shed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of getting taken out behind the shed uh oh. Ch- chiaki uh-huh yeah that was that was a scene that uh i was not expecting it to be kind of affecting but it kind of was mm-hmm. It, i think it dragged on a little bit but ultimately like this i i give i'll give it a little bit of i'll give it a little bit of applause i think this chapter has been the closest this game has come to realizing its raw ideas
1: right you know yeah i think i think the chiaki stuff is really really good because you know like we said before we haven't really cared about the traitor subplot at this point um but they make it interesting in that when chiaki is revealed to be the traitor it's more of the emotional reaction from the other characters being like you know oh this is our friend this is you know our companion how do we respond to this and i think that part is really excellently well done
2: yeah th- there's a lot about this yeah. trial that uh basically pushes you off balance compared to everything else they've been doing like uh the way that uh the way that hajime is basically fighting back tears trying to cope with the idea that he's gonna have to send his friend uh he'll basically have to kill his friend by convincing everyone else that they need to vote for her. And like after the trial, you still have, it's the one case in which it makes you actually go over and vote for her physically.
1: Which I wish that, you know, the previous cases had that, um, because like, I think it would have made it a lot more impactful where, you know, these previous cases, you know, you have to vote, you know, it'd be super easy to vote for like the killers in the previous cases because it's like, yeah, fuck them. Right. Um, but if they had, if they had that mechanic previously, not to say it doesn't work in this chapter, I just wish that they had seeded it a little earlier. Still, it is like a cool, like a good moment to like make the player be the one that votes for Chiaki.
2: Yeah. And it's, it's an excellent dynamic with her basically putting on a brave face and, uh, Talk More or less talking around uh, the fact that she's the traitor, but making it super obvious as uh, the rest of the cast basically have to go through their own period of denial and acceptance.
1: Like, one of my favorite moments in this chapter is when, after it is revealed Chiaki is the traitor, and Sonya is just having this, like, basically this little meltdown, right? And you have to do a rebuttal, Swords, uh against her but it's not the usual rebuttal swords music it's this
0: you know very subdued like depressing well it's the it's yeah, it's, it's the it's the it's the like post-trial music where it's like oh you know sad shit is happening yeah it's that um, music um it's also very easy yes is the thing that I, I like when games use difficulty or rather a lack there or a difficulty or a lack thereof uh it to kind of communicate, you know, emotional stakes, mm-hmm. at, or you know, in the the emotional state of its of what's going on, of its characters, and you know, kind of to speak to the atmosphere of the game or of the scene, I think it did a pretty good job. I I usually don't really love Tangarapa's mini games. I I've made that quite apparent mm-hmm. over the course of this podcast. Um, but I think, yeah, no, uh, this was a this was good. This was like. This is kind of how it should have been this whole time. Like it should have been kinda of, like I think the um the minigame should have kinda of only popped up when there was some form of emotional stakes, kind of like you know, a uh like, you know, like this. Like mm-hmm. there's some sort of emotional stakes, some sort of, you need to prove this character wrong, per se, maybe something more I mean it, there's a there's a lot of that, but a lot of the times it felt shoehorned in. This time it felt very natural. Right, I guess is what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, it does. It did feel very natural because it's like you have to prove
1: beyond a, like this is a moment in which you have to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt to the rest of the cast
0: that you know Chiaki well, is the traitor. That's kind of the thing is you don't have to prove. They know. They know. They just don't want to vote for her. It's not like they don't... It's And it's not like they... And it's not like stubborn refusal. They they just... This is this... In this scene, you're not convincing them of some... Of, of That she's the traitor. You're convincing them that, like, this is something that they have to do. And that, like... It sucks. This... Like, nobody is having a good time right now. But sometimes you just have to be like... You can't, like... Sometimes you can't just be like, okay, we're done. You have to actively you have to choose that you have to make the hard decision uh and go forward
1: right yeah like the characters you know sonia says things like hajime are you going to believe monokuma over chiaki and they're saying like oh do we have to believe in nagito do we have to believe in monokuma like no we have to believe in chiaki and what she wants which is
0: yeah and she and she literally says like yeah convict me it's it's really just Monomi who was like against B- chiaki being voted mm-hmm. which i mean you know it makes sense Monomi doesn't want these students to kill their friends um and has been kind of rallying against that the whole game and now they have to kill their friend through no fault of her own you know obviously you know this which uh, which is weird because like Monomi, this chapter actually felt She felt like a character. I don't know, like a character? (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah, we were on Yeah, no, she's literally a character this time. What the fuck? Yeah, like, Monomi actually gets
1: some pretty good moments where she says, like, you know, I'm going to fight back against Monokuma. Uh, After the chapter is over, she self-destructs multiple times against um, Monokuma, even though it is, you know, a futile effort because apparently Monokuma has made a... Uh, infathomably large army of Monokumas. Yeah, I think
0: I'm reasonably sure 10 to the 60th is significantly more uh, atoms than there are in the universe. Like, that's, that's more Monokumas than there are like... Things, atoms that exist anything, in the universe. Anything. Anything yeah. and anywhere. Yeah. Um. But
1: then she gets, like, a little moment where it's like, you know, talking to the students, and then she gets executed along the same lines as Chiaki. And it's like, wow, they actually made Monomi, you know, not just a, you know, shitty joke.
2: Yeah, It's also interesting because uh, Chiaki actually guessed her own method of execution like uh, either earlier this chapter or in the previous chapter. She mentions that she had a weird dream where she was stuck in a Tetris-like uh, block game where the blocks were falling near her and were about to crush her.
1: But, yeah, it's like, it is so... It's affecting, and it's like, it's really, really good.
2: We should probably just get into the mechanics of exactly how Komaida managed to get Chiaki pointed as the traitor because it's pretty wild, like...
0: I fucking adore I mean, this. yeah, that, that's what I was saying, like, uh, he... he put poison in one of the fire grenades removed all the other means of extinguishing the fire and then had everybody throw the grenades. And because he's the ultimate lucky student, it's going to, even if he doesn't know who is going to be the one to throw the poison grenade, it's going to be the one that he wants it to be, which is the uh, traitor. Right.
1: Like the way he weaponizes his luck is I, I adore that. <laughs> in which it,
0: Yeah. It's pretty neat conceptually. Um, I mean, he
1: had already, like, in previous, like, they flashback to previous sections in which he had already weaponized his luck, um, especially in chapter one when he got picked for cleaning duty and the Russian roulette game, but it really is, uh, like, they set it up appropriately that, like, no,
0: Komaeda is the embodiment of luck. Yeah, yeah, he, I mean, yeah, he's, he's the ultimate lucky student, he is just unfairly favored by the universe if he wants something it'll kind of fall into his lap and i i kind of love that the um that he dies by russian roulette essentially mm-hmm. like that's that is in that is a yeah is it a callback or is it a um
1: it's a it, it was like it's
0: yeah it's it's essentially it's essentially just but it's, it's essentially the same thing he he dies by, you know, Chance. one, one, yeah, well, specifically one in a group of items being malignant rather than benign. Right. Yeah, so they, yeah, they throw the, they throw the grenade that's poisoned, kills him, um, as opposed to when he loaded the five bullets, because he didn't want to die that time. Of right. Yeah. yeah.
2: And it was like six people throwing six canisters at him.
0: <laughs> was it? Yeah. Six? Was it six? Uh, five. Five.
2: Wait, it was five?
1: Yeah, there's five. Um,
0: like. Oh wait, no, I think it would have been six. Yeah, it's it would have been six. Yeah, he was. It, it would have been six. Yeah. Okay, so that is literally just like Russian roulette. Mm-hmm. That that is that is definitely an intentional allegory to or allegory no allegory, um, allegory. Al- really that's it's pronounced allegory yeah. Holy shit yeah i've only ever seen it written
1: no that's fine
0: it's oh god um well <laughs> i feel silly um it's it's okay yeah, so it's i, an I intentional used to allegory to uh or allegory or illusion i don't allusion. know illusion <laughs> oh my fucking god i forgot the word illusion it... i'm going <laughs> I'm I'm going to go to I'm going back to bed. Fuck this. It, 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 it's okay, I'm Jackie. So like,
2: it's okay, Jackie. There was a point where before I ever saw uh, the para- whole internet's gonna know I'm dumb. <laughs> I used to think paradigm was pronounced patagrim because I'd never seen it said aloud before <laughs>
1: or heard it said aloud
2: rather. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> paradigm. Parad- paradigm.
1: that sounds like that sounds like an
0: evil clone of like diggums from like the honey smacks cereal like wait the mascots name? wait you know the mascot first and foremost okay this is this is is like this is incredible curie lore that i just got first and foremost (laughs) you know the name of the honey smacks cereal asked at mascot Um, (laughs) i know a lot of stupid shit i don't remember the honey smacks frog his (laughs) name is diggums yep curious his biggest fan yep Every morning Kyu wakes up and she gets and she, and slaps she rockets she rockets out of her uh d- special Diggums bed and she takes and she she uh in her Diggums pajamas, she throws on her diggums slippers, pours herself a big bowl of honey smacks.
1: Honey <laughs> smacks isn't really that good of a cereal either.
0: That's that's the punchline. Honey smacks is kinda of mid at best. Yeah. You know who would like honey smacks? Who? Comeeta, because he's a sicko. <laughs> Uh, Komaeda Komaeda um, would show up. Would show up when Taro Taro was still making dish. Was still making food uh, for breakfast for everybody, and he'd be like, "Yo, you got any fucking Honey Smacks? <laughs> Give me some of that Honey Smacks. I'm sick and twisted, and I love Honey Smacks. <laughs> <laughs> C-
2: Cookie Crisp is the real sicko
0: cereal. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Is not even Komaeda likes Cookie Crisp. <laughs> let me tell you let me tell you one of the first things i did as a grown-ass adult was buy a box of cookie crisps because i never had it as a kid because it felt like an obvious stupid thing to ask for like oh i want the cookie cereal like of course my parents would be like no you're not having cookies for breakfast but it's cookie crisps so i first first thing i did 18 years old went out got some cookie crisps had a bowl it was dog shit, actually. <laughs> it kind of is. Like, chocolate doesn't really work in cereal, but... It's not that... It's not really that chocolate doesn't work in cereal. I mean, you could definitely... But, like... I, it, it, It's... It's like... There's none in there. There's basically none in there. And also, the, the cookie... The, like, actual cereal grains are, like, shitty, like, freeze-dried something... It's just dog shit. Yeah. What the hell? They to... market this shit to kids. And like, I feel like if, I feel like if I was a small child and my parents actually did get me cookie crisp, I'd turn into the fucking Joker immediately. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd have my first bite and I'd be like, everything in this world is a lie. I can only purge it in holy flame, but this is the only thing we can do. I need to destroy everything. <laughs> we live in a society built on lies. Do-
1: <laughs> speaking of complete transitions uh completely
0: different transitions i guess completely uh, different transitions hajime wakes up in the morning pours himself a big bowl of cookie crisps and <laughs> <laughs> <He laughs> said... immediately undergoes a psychic break
1: yep uh i love like it's only like two moments but
0: Sonia swearing like a sailor is pretty funny to me yeah, so so yeah, I'm just <laughs> saying it so swearing like a cellular cu- so saying the f word bangs yeah <laughs> I do li- I also like the fact that like heavily implied she went to the like Monokum was like oh you went to the bathroom three times yesterday and one was really long and it's and she like. She yeah. fucking Sonia just being vulgar and kind of nasty is kind of great yeah <laughs> yeah
1: my favorite line one of my favorite lines in all of dagger ralpa 2 is when Sonia is going jesus shit you son of a
0: bitch <laughs> yeah she rocks yeah.
2: yeah i also love how she knows that the bombs komeda was using was fake because she's like oh i'm gonna get these bombs and use them out on this one door <laughs> <laughs> just completely out of character for her to take some freaking
0: bombs and uh try it kind of and... rips it's not out of character at all like this has been built up with that she is i think that's the best part is that it's not out of character mm-hmm. like it's because she very ob... like i think from the onset she's portrayed as having this like she has a military pr... background she yeah likes. yes but more importantly it's it's portrayed that like this princessly like thing that she has going on is a facade mm-hmm Mm-hmm. and that's like that's a thing you more or less learn right from the onset you don't really know how deep it runs but it is but like by this point she is like fully mask off and i am 100% certain that if there was no law against killing somebody she would have blown koma brains out like 15 <laughs> minutes in mm-hmm. yeah like she would have she would have she would have put that boy in the dirt he would have opened his mouth and sonya would have inserted like a shotgun would have, been, yeah. She would, she would just fire both barrels right in there. She'd be like, "I'm sick of you, boy. I'm done." That's,
2: yeah, I, I do like the bath. How the bathroom line is immediately followed by her being like, "Oh no, I'll never be a princess again."
0: Yeah, she was whacking it in the bathroom. Known fact. <coughs> Uh, Sonia pretty much Sonia has two modes and it's murder and whacking it
2: That works a lot better than the thing That Akane has going on throughout this Trial where she kept skiing like Oh and then he grabbed his Tail right Like
1: Oh, they make the same penis
0: joke like three times. Yeah. So like... they really. <laughs> I'm glad that that's what soured you on that part of the chapter, because <laughs> I was I was like going through. The... I'm like I literally don't care about this bit, but whatever. It's inoffensive. It's not probably not even going to be brought up during the podcast. I'm glad that you're bringing it up because like, holy shit, three times in a row, same thing. It, it didn't really bother me because Diane Rampa just does that, but I just, God,
2: I just who calls it a tail like
0: it's it's euphemistic i get it but also yeah that's that's a good point who does call it a tail i guess akane calls it a tail and that's the thing Mm -hmm. yeah that's just kind of her thing akane won't say penis but sonya won't stop saying penis (laughs) (laughs) just vulgar vulgar horrible little rat see here's the thing this game would have been way better if this if this like shit happened like halfway through instead of like this late in. Like I really would have liked the the inversion of like Sonia being, of Sonia kind of letting loose and being kind of raunchy, and Akane being not, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like if it had. A lot of this stuff feels like it's weird because like a lot of the stuff that is actually good whenever Danganronpa 2 actually kind of realizes its premise like whenever its premise really comes through and is well like articulated by the text mm-hmm. uh, it always feels too late it always feels like you know like- well this is all right but like I've been playing this game for like 40 hours you know you should have done this 20 hours back some you know like it feels it feels like this game tends to meander yeah it's it has this feeling that
1: it's being written on the fly uh like written chapter by chapter in some regards
2: mm-hmm. um, a
0: little bit but more so it feels like there's filler mm-hmm. right it feel, like it feels like there's weird filler but like only really after the fact right right like it's just weird stuff weird things are going on at um it was gonna say at hope's peak but we're, we're in Jabberwock we Island, might we baby. might be there we might be at hope's peak we might be in an elaborate vr setup because like <laughs> chiaki does talk about her programming and and monomi being her sibling and that may have just been a bit but it didn't feel like a bit mm-hmm. so i am i'm am assuming that we are all in a computer well I mean I mean they kinda are all in the matrix and we're all Neo. Yep. Then everything
2: happens at the end and <laughs> Yeah.
0: It... That kind of confirms it. Right. I love the password for the fucking Hope's Peak ruins is fucking Leon again. Because <laughs> it hit me like it hit me like the moment they said they were going back. I was thinking to myself I don't know if I if I thought this before, but the password is definitely gonna be fucking Leon, isn't it? And <laughs> sure enough, one one zero three seven baby, one ten thirty seven. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Huh. Yeah,
2: that that whole bit where reality is breaking and like you're getting various characters that are clearly dead already uh, appearing to weigh in
0: is uh yeah. that fits a lot of fun. See, I. One of the things that kind of, like, got me a little bit, uh, I, like, I kind of thought it was it was a little less effective than it could have been, was that, like, the other characters seemed to acknowledge the dead characters, rather than it just being kind of more, like, Hajime hallucinating these people. Because, like, for a second, it also it starts with Chiaki, which I think is kind of, like, you know maybe it would have been better to have like a less a character that we kind of haven't a like, character that maybe we, uh, maybe we didn't realize like maybe that we could like, it could skip our mind a bit that they were dead. Like, like, like Mahiru or like, something. Like, yeah, like mahiru like she's, she, I think it has, I, I, she has a line in it, which uh, I, I didn't really pay, which granted, I don't remember the line, but I think just the fact that she pipes in and my brain was like, Oh yeah, her, you know, and, and not like, Oh, she's dead. For, like, a, until, like, a moment after what would have made her perfect for the role of, like, because she also is one of the first people you interact with in the first chapter. Mm-hmm. So having a little bit of a retread of that and having her, like, you know, kind of be the one to tell you that there's shit going on and that you have to go to the, uh, that you basically have to start, the, that you have to do the thing that you do at the start of every chapter and kind of walk you through that. um. hmm Having it be Chiaki who just visual, who just very viscerally died, or not very viscerally died. She had a big block thrown on her. Yeah, and a we, big the Tetris camera block. was panned out. Yeah, that was a that was kind of a funny bit. There um, was
1: it was pretty funny how they like they hold on the block for just a second longer than you expect them to hold on the block, and then
0: they drop it. That seems that's a very common thing with Danganronpa, though. Mm. Granted, it doesn't it doesn't like it still works. It doesn't, like, it doesn't, like, the, the overuse has not dulled it. It is still genuinely pretty funny when it's just hanging there for, like, two, two and a half seconds. And you're just like, oh, okay, you can fall now. And it doesn't. And you're like, oh, I guess, I guess something else is going to happen. I guess Marukum is going to kill over with it. And it falls. Um, Which is all, which, you know, pretty good bit. Um, That said, though, again, I think um having somebody else make you do the start of the chapter would have maybe been a better bit, like having it yeah i would have but i i i don't know
2: yeah they they use that they also use the opportunity to briefly bring back teru teru so he can give an incredibly awful line <laughs> and it's like yeah why did you we could have just harvesting
0: pee what are you gonna do what are you we'll, gonna- <laughs> like uh, here's the thing even having teru teru show up and harvest your pee like <laughs> not the worst thing that's happened on the- what? i love that that's his thing now but also it's not the worst thing to happen on jabberwock island <laughs> i
2: i guess you're right conceptually like i i get-
0: part of me is just thinking that like in within the text Hajime just sees teru teru the uh, the piss goblin and it's just like yeah, this might as well happen, whatever, <laughs> I guess.
1: <laughs> he's just sort of like, yeah, okay,
0: let's move on. <laughs> he's, no, he's just resigned to his fate. He's like, I don't care if this moves on or what. Like, this is, this is just, this is my life now. Mm-hmm. I'm haunted by the ghost of shit man and piss man.
1: Hello, everyone. It's time for the mid-episode break. So you know what that means. This is a show on the Scanline Media Network. Head on over to ScanLineMedia.com for more great articles and podcasts. We have shows like Mechanista and G, Bottle Crow Reborn, and Bald Gun Guy. All these shows are free to listen to, and more. And if you would like to support us directly, you can head on over to Patreon.com slash ScanLineMedia, where we have shows like Oops All Anime, Oops All Manga, and Iris and Audio for only $1. Look, we just hit over 180 episodes of Oops All Anime, and we also recorded a commentary track for the newest Mortal Kombat movie. Those shows and more can be yours for just $1 a month. And hey, support us at $4 or more, and you get access to our actual play podcasts, such as Ghosts of Parliament and Starsung Distance. And we have a lot more coming down the pipeline as well, so definitely head on over to ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash ScanlineMedia. The intro music is done by Vetrom, head on over to youtubecom Projects. that's V E T R O M projects, all one word, for more great remixes. They have songs from Danganronpa, Pokemon, Fire Emblem, but also tracks from Toomba and The Witcher 3. Again, that is youtube.com/vetromprojects. Lastly, thank you for listening. We are finally at the finish line for Danganronpa 2, so next week, make sure you play Chapter Zero, Chapter Six, and the epilogue for the next episode, which will serve as the big finale for this season. We also have a lot more fun stuff planned. Again, thank you for sticking with us and helping us reach this far. We are only getting started, so make sure that you are following at YouDespairCast on Twitter. And since the next episode is the finale, you, know, you can send us an email at despaircast@gmail.com. We would love to take your questions or hear your feedback, but we just want to hear from you. So, go ahead and send us something. That would be great. Anyway, that's it for me. Until next time, talk to you later.
2: Did anyone else, like, notice the gigantic iPad in the back of the trial room this time? Yes, I
1: did. I've always noticed that. Monokuma, get iPad. (laughs) Monokuma. What if
0: Danganronpa take place in present day? Monokuma, get iPad. (laughs)
1: Monokuma plays Fortnite on his
0: iPad. (laughs) I put a wellness app. The motive for this next killer, (laughs) this motive for the next murder, is a nineteen-dollar Fortnite card. (laughs) (laughs) I am giving it away.
2: Eh? I've put a wellness app on all of your student handbooks, but it's actually a badness app to make you feel terrible.
0: I call it shit bit. <laughs> uh, Everybody's kind of mortified, but Nita- Nekomaru is just like this rips. <laughs> I love it.
1: I love it. I needed this. I needed this. What in kind my of life, bit but... did you say? Hell yes.
0: <laughs> yep. I'm gonna cream my jorts. <laughs> uh, and then he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Yeah. fucked up that that was the end of chapter 5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of kind of weird, to go from an emotional climax of Hajime having a uh kind of a full-on mental breakdown to uh to Monokuma's shit bit. <laughs> but um,
1: yeah, I don't know, There's, that's the
0: fucking I don't know breadth,
1: about that. that's the fucking what uh, breadth, the depth of Danganronpa
0: it turns out. Sometimes sometimes you just come back from your psychic break and Monokuma is just like I just, I just think this is weird that, like, that, you know, that they walk in and Joe Biden's there. Like, I don't. (laughs) Yeah. Out of curiosity. (laughs) Ultimate owes me
2: $2,000 student. (laughs) (laughs) Out of curiosity, at this point, Jackie, what do you think is happening here?
0: Um... By that, what do you mean? Like, in a, just a general sense of, like, what's going on on Jabberwock Island? Well, yeah. Um,
1: well, Jackie's already said... Um,
0: like, I, um, I think I think Unreality Theory is pretty much just confirmed, and it's, like, computer version. So everybody's trapped in a computer. Um, I think the... Chiaki was an AI. Monomi is an AI. Um, I'm gonna assume that Monokuma is perhaps also an AI, uh, I don't know anything beyond that, though. I don't think anything beyond... Like, I don't have any real concrete ideas about anything beyond that. I don't know if, like, every, everybody who died is going to stay dead in this case. They probably are, maybe, because, like... But, like, on that on that note, there, I have stumbled into a an image of Komaeda in an outfit that doesn't look like his uh outfit in Danganronpa 2. So, maybe he... Maybe Komaeda, because he's the ultimate lucky student, doesn't die, or maybe, like, they do live, or maybe that's a prequel. I have no fucking clue Mm -hmm. what's going on, uh, truly, but I do think that it is some sort of digital prison that they're in. Maybe it's, like, that thing where, like, they, um, where, that, like, like, you know when they proposed that thing a while back where it's like, oh, we'll use VR to make people, like, effectively serve longer sentences in prison? Maybe that's happening to them effectively, but they're, like, you know, because we're talking about Monokuma, they're, of course, just normal students. They didn't, like, do a crime, and he's just doing it to fuck with them.
2: Huh, okay. I have
0: no clue. I have no clue, truly. Um, Monokuma's just a funny little guy. Just a funny little guy. Yep. He's like, what if a leprechaun was a little bear and he just hated you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: I did like the inversion of uh the grayman in the comic book where instead of the killer being presented that way, it's basically every
0: one of the other students except for Komaita The real Grey Man. The real nude Grey Man was us all along. <laughs> On a side note, Nude Greyman, best Digimon. New gray man is... New gray, nude Greyman is nude Greyman.
1: Nude Greyman, of uh, the Digivolution of Greymon.
0: Yeah literally the same digimon but he has a huge hog photoshopped on i don't know why they made that i don't know why they would put that in a children's show what the fuck i don't know digimon's a weird show yeah uh anyhow yeah Doesn't, do, i I don't know why uh greymon's foreskin would be like even a thing in a fight like i don't know how that would give him more power uh, i don't know if it does give him more power <laughs> I, I just i don't understand I don't understand. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, I like how... We find this... out that the new, the real nude gray man was society. Mm-hmm. I like how in this chapter,
1: they really do, like, Nagito's trick was to, like, make it seem, like, at the beginning, at the very least, make it seem like everybody has the same, like, everybody would have the same grudge against uh, Nagito, so that anybody could, in theory, be the one that fucking killed him. Nagito's um, trick. Nagito's trick.
0: Nagito's trick. <laughs> <laughs> Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Nagito's trick.
1: Yeah. Uh, I just like, like, I remember, Jen, when um I I happened to be, when you were playing this for the first time, I was in this apartment with you, and you thought Sonia was actually the killer for a little bit.
2: Yeah, like, she was just... Her presence in that in that particular chapter increased so exponentially, and she's the one who actually knows about various war shit. So I was like, okay, she's just letting her, um, military flag fly here, and uh, yeah, for a bit I thought that she was the one that was responsible. Yeah. There's that period where she I, uh... disappears. She's she's she knows a suspicious amount about the bombs, all that sort of stuff.
0: I would never suspect sonya if only because like if she wanted to do murder, she'd be able to kill everybody immediately. She is probably, she is definitely without without a uh, without a doubt the most competent fighter in the group at like f- right from the onset. Um, mm-hmm. I never suspected her because also like, she wouldn't. She's she's enough of a freak where like I I feel like she's enough of, like I I say I say that in an endearing way. She's enough of a she's enough of a wacko that like. <laughs> killing her off is like would be dumb mm-hmm. that like her being the killer in any she's basically the only person who i would say like has a, she would never be a killer
1: mm-hmm.
0: if only because like the, if she if she was there would be so much shit that you'd have to like work through to even just establish that to, to like, it, it would be simultaneously really obvious, but also like... But what the fuck are you gonna do to prove it? Mm-hmm. You know? um But also, like, she's... She would never do it because she's based and goaded, and uh, she gets all the chalky milk for being epic. hmm
2: Yeah. Also it'd be fairly easy for her to like swing the class trial in her favor if she wanted to
0: yeah i mean granted that's that's kind of a point in her favor for being for doing murder at some point because like that would be that would be a legitimate dynamic that they would try and push Mm -hmm. uh is that like you know you versus the whole class as you slowly work through her influence decent decent concept um But I just don't think, I think that would be a little straightforward for Danganrapa. and also I feel like she just wouldn't do that. Like, I just feel like, I feel like they establish, I feel like of the characters who do get, like, enough characterization for you to get a real feel of their principles, I feel like Sonya is one of the members of the cast who, like, even if she, you know, who even if she was up against the wall and had to kill somebody, she probably wouldn't. Mm Mm-hmm like she seems very accepting of like you know i we touched on like the idea of her, of sonya practicing this almost like noblesse oblige uh in the truest sense uh she is very much like willing to sacrifice herself for the greater good right um ah fuck that's what gundam did um <laughs> yeah. um I don't know. I feel like I feel like she. I I don't think she would. Ki- I don't think she would kill somebody. I I think I I just don't. I think that it would be it would be difficult to write a compelling scenario wherein Sonia is the murderer. Right.
2: Yeah. For sure. But I may
0: be proven wrong. If you can write a compelling scenario where Sonia is a murderer, send it to ultra despair at gmail.com. Oh, that's
1: not the email. <laughs>
0: that's not the email I, wait what's that wait hold on what's I've, the email i
1: said the e- i say the email like every episode it's despaircast at gmail.com
0: damn despaircast at gmail.com Yep. all right if you have any good um if you have any good uh non cat fanfic i guess murders uh send it to us and Curie will share them with me mm-hmm. and wait. i will um engage with your fan fiction sure thing i will i will not tell you if it's good or not Ah, uh, you don't need me to know. I believe in all of you, mm-hmm. um, and that's why I'm gonna vote you all as the murderer. Goodbye forever. Yep. <laughs> uh,
2: uh-huh.
1: Yeah. There's a this chapter is. I mean, we had a weak daily life section, but like really weak daily life section. But the daily life really did pick it up in the end, and I think that it is. It's just really, really good. I adore, you know, what they've done for this chapter. Um, you know, like, Nagita weaponizing his luck, like, as he's done before, and the way the characters react. Like, I, I wanted to point out, like, I think the the Japanese voice acting for this sequence, like, after the Chiaki reveal, like, does so much. Like, I think Sonya's voice actor is particularly really good at selling how much she is in denial over uh, Chiaki being the traitor. I think she does a really good job.
0: Yeah. She seems the most distraught over it, which kind of rips. I don't know if this happened in every other trial, but I like how like when it makes you pick Chiaki, um you, every character is in their like despair sprite, mm-hmm. really like they're all pretty they're all in like, you know, in a more like not like the you know it doesn't really it, well, what it didn't seem like overblown they were all kind of like pretty subdued and genuinely kind of miserable selecting chiaki it was a it's it was a good addition to it i can't remember if others if other um if the other points, parts where you select the murderer were like that
1: it's not really like that but um it is
0: like an effective use of the mechanic. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I was going to say, it's a very effective use of it. it. I, it felt genuine. felt real. Yeah. Like, yeah, there you go. One of the
1: things, um, that one of the things I actually really like about Dengarumpa V3 is like, you have to vote for the, um, killer in every case in that game. Um, and they use it for some really effective, like storytelling in V3. Um, so, I'm kind of excited. Yeah. Oh, like I, I really like V three. We won't get to it for a little while because, like I said before, we have an anime to go through. But
2: and also, t- and uh...
1: we'll spend an. Ep- I've said this before, and I will say it again. We will spend <laughs> an episode on Ultra Despair Girls, and that's mostly us weeding the Wikipedia page.
2: Uh, I'll, I'll I'll bring materials with me.
1: Okay, okay, Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer, <laughs> the ultimate fangirl, does even admits this game isn't very good.
2: Yeah, it. <laughs> it's funny because the one game The the one game and story That I feel like are both pretty bad Like I both Played a copy of it and I Bought all the manga for it <laughs> For that specific hey side story Yeah. Hey Jen
0: Why the fuck would you do that?
2: <laughs> because it has <laughs> It has a gay romance in the center of it And I like that <laughs>
0: Yeah, they. You don't have to sift through the garbage for Yuri, Jen. <laughs> you can just. Fu- it's 2021, Jen! <laughs> We got websites, whole websites. You can that go on it. the computer. You can pull up but You can just Google Yuri. You find a whole bunch of Yuri. You don't have to go to the garbage anymore. Hell, you can probably. You don't have to look through your toilet for girls anymore. It works. It happens. <laughs> also,
2: sometimes it's, just, it's everywhere. <laughs> also, sometimes you're just a fan of a series and you have to know. You know.
0: I don't know. I can't relate. <laughs> when I really like a series, I and somebody tells me, "Oh, this part of the series is dog shit." I go, mmm, I don't want to see it then. Bye-bye." <laughs> I want to continue like like I I guess, but like I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> we'll we'll get to that when we get to it, I
1: guess. That this is why we'll spend an episode on it. <laughs> <laughs> We are not gonna go through that whole game. That whole game sucks, Jen.
2: <laughs> I wasn't saying we go through the whole thing. I'm just saying that I'll probably have more detailed things to say than a Wikipedia page. Okay.
1: That's fine. Alright. You could do you could do that and we'll figure it out. <sighs> but uh This like this 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 chapter is pretty good. And I'm looking forward to, like, the next one, because the next one is the big finale.
2: Yeah, we're going to be going through chapter zero, chapter six in the uplog all at once, just because, like, zero hey. and the uplog are relatively short, and uh, six is also fast-tracked into where it's- where it wants to go.
1: Yeah, it all kind of blends together, so, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's what we'll do. Um, anything else we want to say about this
2: chapter?
0: Uh, hmm. The Comaeta was Italian. This game would be over in fifteen minutes.
1: <laughs> oh, mamma mia! I I, 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 do it a murder. I do it the murder. Oh, mamma mia! I'm well, clean no, he
0: technically never did. He never did of the murder. Yeah, he never he did. did, it never did of the mur- he never did the. He never did the murder.
2: He he kept his hands clean even in his own death.
0: Well... No, his, there's blood are fucking doity. His hands are fucking sick. Komeda needs to wash Komeda never washes his hands. He's a sicko. utter fucking psychopath. It's like that see people ask him like, you know, "Oh, Komeda, aren't you going to wash your hands?" He's like, "No, cuz I'm evil." And he walks out and he's only the only reason he's never gotten the plague is because he's the ultimate lucky student yeah gross little shit bean i hate him (laughs) (laughs) i kick him down a flight of stairs i'm done with it he's dead and i'm gonna kick him down a flight of stairs i'm done with this man well unfortunately for you the series is not done with him (laughs) oh i know that i listen you think i haven't learned my lesson after nekomaru i I, when a character dies i'm just like okay guess i'll see you tomorrow (laughs) okay well i guess it's that time again peace until we meet again in 15 minutes when you come back but like worse. Commie go. is going to come back and he's going to be wearing Joker makeup.
1: <laughs> like that one tweet,
0: or that one picture we found and tweeted out. Yeah. He um, um he's going to be wearing the Joker makeup and they're going to ask him to take it off and they're going to find it it's permanently tatted on. Um they're going to where they're going to make him wear a mask and he's he's going to put on the uh, the V for Vendetta mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the video messages he's been
2: leaving have a very anonymous vibe to them just like <laughs> glitchy background and uh just an evil little grin that kind of thing
0: i thought you were going to say it had anonymous i thought you said we were going to say it had anonymous vibes because it was cringe <laughs> get <it> together jen
2: <laughs> yeah anonymous is pretty
0: cringe yeah. yeah anonymous let me tell you this Cringe. Yeah. Cringe faction. Mm-hmm. Not epic politics. No chalky milk for you. No epic chalky milk for you. No no epic chalky milk. You can get the s- cringe chalky milk.
1: I'm suddenly reminded of, like, someone had a thing where they thought, like, oh, if Nagito is the ultimate lucky student, why'd they just have him randomly hit buttons on the keypad to the, <laughs> to the um, um, to the door, to the because if they asked him to he would say no. Yeah. <laughs> he would say no. But his ultimate luck would be he could just randomly hit the buttons and get the passcode in the right like right in the first try. Eh,
2: yeah, well Yeah, we'll, we'll get into more of that stuff later, I guess.
0: If Nagito's the ultimate lucky student, he's dead. <laughs>
2: not so lucky Cringe and fail
0: not
1: so
2: lucky
0: are we nagito
1: yeah you stupid idiot <laughs> on
0: your birthday dummy on well, your birthday of all things
1: yeah, yeah just... he died,
0: that's yeah he died on his birthday that's about as unlucky as it gets speaking of shit oh, about like
1: uncle... nagito's birthday they released okay so they announced that they're making a figurine of his prom outfit from the um from the art book that just released Oh, and they, posted it uh, the, they, announced... they posted it in the fingers in his ass
0: hallway <laughs> yeah they kind of did yeah. <laughs> well, now you now we have to get it is the thing. <laughs> we have to spend. Oh God, I don't even want to know how much we have to get use. it, and then we have to rent out the hallway, and then we have to like do a photo shoot.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It said it was like eleven thousand yen. However much that is, it's like 100.
0: fingers, fingers, fingers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's like a hundred
0: something
2: dollars. Oh, that's that's that sounds affordable actually.
1: Oh my God, <laughs> <Yes>. Jen. <laughs> that's...
0: That's oh god, Jen. <laughs> oh god.
1: Anyway. God. Jesus uh, Christ. Anyway, I'm. <laughs> I don't have anything more I really want to say about this chapter. Uh, I think it's really good, but I've said that already. So.
0: Yeah. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Um, uh,
1: Chiaki, uh, saying like having one particularly all, all right goof where she names a plan really long. Yeah, I wish she
0: did that more. That was that was cute. Yeah, that was cute. Chiaki I feel like Chiaki was kind of underutilized throughout mm-hmm. the bulk of the story and then we get her chapter and like she's kind of adorable. Like I kind of love her bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the, the bit like, where she'll make declarative statements and then follow the up I think or maybe
0: That or... yeah, that didn't really work. I think that 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 was her bit for most of it and it it didn't really it wasn't very good. I thought it was like it felt kind of shoehorned like oh we have to give this character a thing that they do that's cute and endearing and like oh yes she ends she's just not certain about things okay done um but I think like the actually the the giving things dumb kind of silly names and like how do we kind of
1: yeah she says like how do we stick to the plan the plan to think one step at a time instead of expecting the answers all at once
0: yeah and also like the plans themselves are extremely basic are extremely basic shit like yeah thinking through the step one at a time she's basically just doing the uh, like man i'm saying basically a lot Mm -hmm. turning into jen
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they also have monami's notebook and everyone's immediately like oh that's definitely Manami because the writing is so childish and <laughs> Chiaki it's over not. there in the corner just... Being
0: well, like... I mean, if Chiaki is an AI, like, this is... I think that's the thing is that, like, I hope she is actually an AI because if so, this sequence is actually pretty poignant. That diary is not just, like, a kind of childishly written. She is literally, like, she's a child. Yeah, she's her a na- her, her, like, nascent personhood that is her record of it that's the only like that is her ex- her coming into existence and like at, not just like as a person essentially like that 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 moment of like it's it's kind of actually touching and like her using the like the long names and that kind of bit to to like walk the walk her friends through this trial that she knows is going to kill her because of course it's going to kill her. She's been the traitor this whole time. She knows that it's in her programming. Um god, that works. It works really well. What the fuck, Danganronpa? <laughs> Occasionally
1: Danganronpa
0: fucking knocks it out of the park. Yeah, where and- was this hiding for the entire fucking game? How did we have so many scenes with Nekomaru and like not very many scenes that were like this, and then they pop this scene out, and it's like, Oh, was there just like one guy on the staff who knows how to write? And occasionally they just let him out of his cage to do one scene, but every time they let him out of the cage, he starts mauling the other team members, so they have to put him back in. <laughs>
2: right? Uh, yeah, Rapa was
0: written by gorillas.
2: <laughs> I do like the bit where, um, because of that notebook. Hajime realizes that uh, the conversation that he had with uh, Chiaki in the last chapter when he was trying to go to the final dead room like oh yeah she was the only one who was aware of that. It, it was nice to see to see that uh, like when that moment happened in the previous chapter it was kind of emotional just because like Hajime was starving and he was just looking for any way out and he had to be talked down by Chiaki and basically seeing that moment reflected within that journal is a way for him to both be like okay she really thought about this moment and also this is what i can use to let everyone else know that she is the traitor
0: yeah i i do like that that like it's a legitimate moment of like chiaki giving a genuine shit about um hajime like genuinely caring about him having like like i mean of the cast she is the closest to hajime pretty consistently the only member of the cast to like just be his friend really and be on his side mm-hmm. um i don't think she actually says like i don't think she ever actually like actively opposes you during any scene uh in the uh in the in the game so far no she doesn't I, she is always she, like there to support hajime she is hajime. always on hajime's side yeah i i think like the fact that you have to leverage the um the fact that she like cares enough about hajime to like write down kind of i i don't really remember that moment but i imagine it was a like i imagine it's at least meant to be a tender moment between them Mm -hmm. essentially writing this down and having that be what condemns her is a good like that's just it's it is a good realization of the core concept of Rampa 2 it's good Mm -hmm. sometimes you get a, a thousand gorillas a, a thousand typewriters, and occasional, and they don't maul each other, and they, gorillas are actually very gentle. I don't know, it, they can pull you apart like a like a like a like a fucking like string cheese. Yeah, they can pull you apart like string cheese, but they're genu- that But but gorillas, they do be. They they're just funny little guys. Um, <laughs> apparently, fantastic typists as well. No typos in this Dragon game. Great. Truly, the best work ever put to put to paper by a gorilla. Maybe Under Night, maybe we'll beat it, but. <laughs>
1: <sighs> All right. Those
0: gorillas, you know. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Well.
2: Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I worry that we're not going to hit the one hour mark with these, but then we just get to talking about cereal and gorillas, and there
0: we go. <laughs> yeah. Listen, welcome to welcome to Ultimate Gorilla Reprise. We're going through the uh, we're, going, we're through going through Nature's the... Dragon Rapa one cereal at a time. <laughs> <laughs> send us your emails. At Just cereal, in a general sense, if you back. have emails going to anybody, send them to. <laughs> Send them to our email address instead. I've already forgotten it. Um, Kiri. Okay. If you want to
1: contact us, you can contact us at sparecast at gmail dot com. Follow us on Twitter at you Hey, we're close to two hundred followers. That's pretty cool. Um, and you will find me. That's at- tight as fuck. Actually, yeah, it's
0: pretty tight. Damn. If you're one of the two hundred people who follow us, you're based. Mm-hmm. I'd make you chalky milk, but you're not in the area. You're not local yeah i live out in the i live in the out in out in the wilderness with the gorillas <laughs> yep um you can
1: follow me at kiria page on twitter.com that's where i post bullshit so uh yeah um jen where can people find you
2: uh you can find me at jbu3 on twitter.com uh, most of my stuff is on scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. I also host a video game storytelling uh, book club podcast called Novel Not New, a True End podcast, and you can find that at
0: readinggames.online.
1: Yeah, you just covered Suzerain, and that was that was
0: uh, that was interesting. How Slavic was it? <laughs> Scale of one to ten. Scale of one to ten.
2: <laughs> um, I don't know much, but uh, I guess it, it felt pretty Slavic. <laughs> I, can, I can't. Say extremely Slavic. At all. <laughs> I can't say anything or I'll get in trouble because
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So I, I, I shouldn't. It's okay. It's okay. None of us know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, we're, it's we're all like, good. We're
1: like twenty some odd episodes deep, and we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. We are literally,
0: we are literally just vibing, mm-hmm. just playing dang and just, just playing dangy romps, talking about cereal. Living with the gorillas, mm-hmm. truly, truly going through nature, going through life as Jane Goodall intended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think Jane Goodall ever had like cereal with the monkeys? I don't think I don't think monkeys can eat cereal. I think it's too high in sugar. Oh, uh, that's They're, true. Their little bodies would not be able to take it. <laughs> you give a monkey sugar, they just like bounce off the walls all day. They get they get sick. They get sick. Do you just give the they get. They, they get they just start skateboarding spontaneously they get sick as fuck and this, and this and this is
1: the plot to like so many 90s movies
0: yeah well anyway we're all dunston today and we're all checking out jackie do you want to plug anything or are you good I'm going to plug my ears and go, la, 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 I can't hear you.
1: (laughs) Okay, anyway. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And until next time, I've been Kyrie.
0: I've been Jennifer. I've been Jackie, (laughs) I
1: guess. Class (laughs) dismissed. I've been Jackie. (laughs) Class dismissed.